1: Welcome back and happy Tuesday to another episode. Guys, do me a big, huge favor after listening today. If you could do me one favor, just write a review on iTunes. That's what keeps us going on this thing because um, I love giving this content to you guys every week. And I love learning and talking to my guests. And if you do too, just do me a favor. Make sure that you leave a review on iTunes today. And trust me when I tell you, uh, you are in for a true treat. Because today's guest is a flipping powerhouse. Um, I've seen her speak in person and interviewed her in person. And had a true ball and felt that energy that is just undeniable through this woman. She is the epitome of a woman who has dealt with true trauma and created power from her story she is proof that through everything with a little hard work and passion and desire you can make it and make things big and have a huge impact she never ceases to amaze me she is a mother of three an author of two amazing books and the creator and founder of the Woman Up Network, traveling all over the world for years, speaking, inspiring, and empowering women everywhere, as well as being more creative than I've ever seen in creating events uh, for women and men and youth to attend, um, to put them in the right place to empower them and uh, just show them light. So, today we dive into purpose over money and how chasing money will leave you steps behind, how fail forward and fail fast. Because the truth is, it keeps us humble. If we did everything right, we would have some serious entitlement issues and we wouldn't learn the lessons that we learn to prepare us for where we're planned. go.
0: So without further
1: ado, my amazing guest today, Aisha Ayana. Welcome to the Stranded Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. If you have not yet, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. And you will have to after you hear from today's guest i am so excited i have fell in love with this woman from the moment that i saw her speak followed her on social media and saw all the words of advice that she had to give this woman literally takes branding yourself and becoming the ceo of you to the next level i'm so excited to welcome aisha ayana to the stranded podcast
2: thank you for having me i'm more excited than you, you-
1: There's no possible way. There's no possible way. I finally saw you in person and I was like, oh, she's way more in person than she is on social media. Blew me away. Thank you. Thank you. Two time published author, you guys. Two amazing books. An amazing network. The Woman Up Network. This woman plays no games and takes no excuses and is out here inspiring women daily so I know you got some stuff for us today.
2: I think you're giving me too much. <laughs> <laughs> we, we need you to intro me at events.
1: <laughs> I will totally be your hype man. Can I be your hype man? <laughs> you can be my hype man. <laughs> so for my audience that doesn't know, you will want to stalk her after this. But for those that don't know, tell us a little bit about you and about the Woman Up Network and just all the amazing things that I love.
2: Um, well, I'm Aisha, as you said, and I, um, I had a pretty rough life. I had a pretty rough life, went through a lot of ups and downs, um, was a teenage mom, uh, was a high school dropout, um, and had very little family support, had a mom that died really early on. Um, and it was basically about finding myself in life. And upon finding myself in life, I wanted to do something to give back to the community as well as younger women who might have been in the same situation as me—teenage mom, high school dropout, um, not knowing where to go, not knowing where to turn, little family support. So one day I got the bright idea to start a nonprofit, and we started as Woman Up. Um, just throwing something out there—not not even thinking it would grow the way it did or have the impact that it it has had, but it has grown and it's it's huge and we branched off from you know woman up to the woman up expo to now the woman up network um and uh, we also have a, a branch of us the woman up foundation where we do a lot of charity work um in in work so we're a whole bunch all in one but the woman up network which is our strongest our strongest um part of our our, our foundation our empire is where you know, we do um, events, we do brunches, we do networking events, we do expos, and we do um, seminars um, to benefit at-risk women um, and, and youth as well, teenagers. We typically target between the ages of 16 and about 36 to make sure that we empower um, all. That's basically what the network, um, the Woman Up Network stands for, and, and we're growing. I'm actually looking to add another branch at the end of this year. I can't tell you what it is yet. It's a secret, but we're getting there, and we're getting there. Yeah, you don't ever stop is what it seems like. I don't. Ever.
1: <laughs> so on this podcast, it's, it's really important for me to interview people uh, to kind of keep my message going, and it's just that – in my eyes that if you meet some adversity somewhere in your life that there's an important part that you have to embrace because that adversity is is the moments where god or whomever you believe in is telling you that i anticipate for you to be more than average above average my plan for you so much bigger than the one you're living right now and if you would just embrace this time if you would be grateful for this time if you would get past this time you would find the greatest version of you on the other side. And when I heard your story, I really felt like you were the epitome of what successful inspiration looks like on the other side. So tell my audience what you consider your most stranded phase, stuck phase to be in life and what one of the most important lessons you learned from it was.
2: I'll say I completely agree with you on the, um, you know, the inspirational part. There are a lot of motivational speakers, inspirational speakers. I'm not going to say they're not qualified to do what they do, but you can't offer motivation or inspiration to people if you haven't been through some um, hardships or some life struggles yourself. So it's very important to have a a story behind you if you're looking to empower others um, to get them to, per se, as I do, woman up. Um, so the, I think the most weakest moment in, in life was realizing that I had three kids, no family support. I did not have my education at that point. Um, I, I had nothing and in basically trying to figure out what I'm going to do. Um, and, and, and that to me was, was my breakout moment was, Hey, what am I going to do next? Am I going to, am I going to fight? or am I gonna die? You know, am, am, am I gonna fail or am I gonna fly? And I, I, ch- I chose to, to fly. And um, despite everybody that, that viewed me as a statistic and said that what I couldn't do, I did it anyway. Um, and I think my children were my biggest motivation at that time, you know, people looked at that, me being a teen mom as that was something that, that was gonna hold me down, but I honestly believe That's something that has caused me to grow. It has caused me to be the woman I am today, being a teen parent, because I knew that I could not lose for my children. I knew that I had to win and winning was the only option because I had three people to look up, um, that that were looking up to me. So with them, I think that that was my weakest point, my my most stranded point. I got three kids, I'm tied down, no family support, um, no real education, um, no career. What am I gonna do next? Trapped. that 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 was my weakest point for me and at that point I knew I had to level up I knew I had to woman up and I knew I had to become something greater for my children
1: I have one child and I feel like he owns me so (laughs) I couldn't imagine three yeah yeah that is so empowering that you didn't give up at that moment because I feel like that is the moment where people would give up and allow themselves to be considered a statistic or a stereotypical version of that. Yes. And you didn't? I didn't. Clearly you didn't. (laughs) (laughs) You have a... I was uh, checking out your blog, your Woman Up Network blog. It's amazing. You have to check it out. I will let her tell you at the end of this where you can stalk her blog. But there was a blog that you did about chasing your passion and the money will follow which I don't hear that from a lot of people anymore and I was really impressed to see that because that's one of the most valuable lessons my mentor taught me a while back was I was in a rut and couldn't figure out what was next and I really felt like I was at a point where I was doing what I love but I was like I'm I'm really not making any money doing it and to hear that come from someone like you who has experienced what you've experienced and I'm just honestly asking you this. With three kids, I would be doing nothing but searching for the money. So <laughs> what has led you to know that it's more about the impact than it is about the income?
2: Um, it took time. I'm not going to say I never chased the money because I did. But when I chased the money, I wasn't getting fulfilled in the way that I am now. Um, it was it was basically on my search for, for purpose and my on my search for maybe self, even self-love that I figured out that, okay, the money might be good to pay some bills or it can take me on some nice trips or maybe buy me a nice pair of shoes, but the money will never fulfill my soul's purpose. So at that point, what does? Your purpose does. And, And it's something that, that was like my wow moment for me. Like, okay, what am I going to do? I'm, I'm making good money because at that time, you know, when, when I chose to walk away from corporate America, I was making great money. Um, and I, I, I made the decision that I needed to be filled up in a different kind of way and money was never going to fill me up in that way. So I took a pay cut. I took a big pay cut and I started something that was going to fulfill my soul and that was going to change the world. And to me, that was my moment where I said that I was not going to let money define my future, the purpose will. And let me tell you, you know, no matter what I could be making in corporate America or anywhere else, there is nothing greater than the feeling that I feel when somebody walks up to me after an expo or something that I post on social media and they say, you've changed my life or you caused me to, to, um, You caused me not to, to, um, I'm sorry, you were the reason why I did not commit suicide or you were the reason I went back to school or you caused me to want to be a better version of me or you gave me hope. There is no greater feeling than that. No money will, will will ever give you that feeling. And that's why I'm so adamant when I tell people chase the purpose. You know, the money will come. If it's your purpose, the money will come on its own. It, it will find a way to track you down. I promise you it will.
0: It will. But
2: you have to chase the purpose. The money will come. Because if you chase the money, you're always going to be two steps behind. And you're never going to have a fulfilled life.
1: Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I you just don't. And look. that's not
2: rehearsed. <laughs>
0: That's
1: not rehearsed. That came straight from the soul. Yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> I'm sitting across the table from her, so she didn't read that from anything. That came straight from the soul. <laughs> but that's such a big deal. it's yeah. So there were so many things you said, and I'm like, oh, my God. So, one, you've got to be crazy with three kids, single or, or whatever yeah. situation you were in to quit your well-paid job. But... They say the crazy ones are the ones that will change the world. Those are the
2: movers and the shakers, man. Yeah, those are the the, the trendsetters. Those are the ones that say, okay, I'm going to defy the odds and I'm going to break down the barriers and I'm going to create my own journey. And that's something that I've done. And I encourage everybody to do that. I'm not saying go quit your job now in the morning. <laughs> Definitely don't do that. But make sure that you live. Don't exist. Make sure that you live. And that's something that very few of us do. I'm not going to exist. I'm going to live. So if that meant walking away from corporate America, with a with a couple of a couple of coins in my bank account. Then, hey, that's what it meant. But I'm I'm reaping the benefits now of of a peace of prosperity and of purpose. Mm. Well, we weren't born to pay bills and die. Amen.
1: <laughs> Amen. I completely agree. Ooh, I am. Um... I interviewed a friend of yours. Mm-hmm. It was on a panel, Sierra the other day. And mm-hmm. she talked a lot about that, about the reason that she finally made the decision to walk away was She was with a great company mm-hmm. and she would sit around the table every other week when someone retired and then they would retire. And six months later they would pass away. Yes. And she was, she couldn't believe her eyes that nobody saw this. That yes. Are, are all these people really working 40 years of their life to retire at 60? Yes. And then to die at 62?
2: Yes. Yeah, she's told me that same story before too, and it's it's, it's actually very scary that we're here to work and die. Mm-hmm. What what if, what when do we really live, or when do we really cause an impact, or when do we really shake things up? Apparently,
1: it's only supposed to be vacation and PTO. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: or you write your own journey. Yeah,
2: yeah, you're right.
1: Tell me the moment. Uh, we there's a there's a theory behind what the story you've told and why you created the woman up Network but mm-hmm. tell me the moment that you what happened that you were like that's it I'm doing this for the world for other women for something beyond myself
2: I think that moment for me was when my mom passed away um, it was a very hard time for me me and my mom were very close as the only person I felt like I really had in the world besides my children and when she left, it was like a part of me died. When she died, a part of me died. And um, around that time, I, um, I, I I quit my job, and I, I decided to you know embark on this journey of, of finding out who Aisha was. You know because we are we're given names at birth, but do we really get to know who the person we are? Um, and, and, and that's a big thing for me. And when I tell people that, sometimes they sit there and they'll, they'll look at me for a second, and I know they're thinking because I know that's kind of deep, and I came up with that one myself. <laughs> but, you know, when I, when I tell people that, you know, they, I, they get this look on their face. It's the same look no matter who they are, man, woman, you know, whatever. they are, It's the same exact look, and I know that I prompted something inside of them to get them to think. And when my mother passed away, that's what did it for me. Um, what am I going to do now? but to me that was the last straw life had beat me up so bad um punched me in 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 ways that i never thought it would um where anybody else probably would have given up but to me that was my moment to figure out what am i going to do and from that i said that everything that hurt me in life i was going to use that to help somebody that i was going to show them that it's okay to be beautiful with your scars and, and to sh- show your scars, show them proudly, because they're proof that God heals. And and they're proof that you know no matter what you've been through, you can rise above and create something beautiful for yourself. So when she passed, that was my moment for me that I said, okay, well, what am I gonna do? Um, how am I gonna take everything that hurt me to use it for something good? And that was my moment for me where I came up with the idea of woman up. And since then it has blossomed into something that I never believed it it, it, uh, never believed it would be but it is and that goes back to whatever is done in purpose will always prosper
1: now outside of this successful organization I I attended an event where you spoke and woman up network as successful as it is you did talk about your first shot at an event Mm
2: -hmm. was not as expected what happened Um, our first event that we did Ah oh, man, I think maybe 25, 30 people showed up, if if that. I'm just throwing a number out there, and half of those were people that I knew. That was just like my support system, and I remember I'm like, oh man, this was like my baby. This was this idea for me that I was gonna do to give back, to change the world, to, you know, show people that you know there there's something that you can do outside of you know um, letting life beat you up. You can use it, you know, as your fuel instead of a crutch. You know, and, and when it didn't go well, I was heartbroken. I'm like, man, this is failure. And I remember talking to, um, she's, she was actually the president of our time. She actually still is involved heavily in woman up. And I told her, I said, I'm never doing this again. It failed. And she says, well, give it one more shot. I said, why? Why would I give it one more shot if I know it didn't work out? And she says, well, um, you're, you're saying, what if it fails? She said, what if it flies? Give it one more shot. And I went home that day And I remember thinking, like, I'm never going to do this again. But her words, they they plagued me. You know, they they settled my heart until it was to the point where it's like, all right, we're going to try this one more time. And we did. And that one more time, it doubled in attendance. And since then, it's doubled and doubled and doubled. And now we're to the point where we host about 500 people in the spring um, at our expo. And it's absolutely amazing to see where it went from 20 people to 500 in the course of about four years, three and a half years. Um, and it's absolutely amazing. You know, it's, it's not just that one program a year that we have, we're having events every month now that have great turnouts. Um, and it, it came from refusing to to accept failure. And I think that's where so many of us go wrong at. You know, we fail one time and we feel like, you know, I am I, not gonna do it anymore, I lost, no that failure is, is actually a stepping stone or that failure is, is preparing you for success so you know how to deal with failure in the future.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, and, and that for me was that moment for me because now, you know, with, with the, the, the moments that I viewed as failures, they, they weren't failures at all. They were teaching me lessons about the business and the industry and about my line of work. So I'm, I'm grateful for those times that we did not do as well because you, you look back on those times too and they keep you humble. They keep you very humble, very humble.
1: I was just about to say that. I was going to say, am I wrong for saying no. that if everything went right the first time, mm-hmm. wouldn't we feel a little sense of entitlement? Yes. Yes. We would just think everything was going to fall in our lap.
2: You're absolutely correct. You're absolutely correct.
1: And I just heard Gary Vee say that entitlement is poison. It is. It's it poison is. to us.
2: I absolutely agree with that.
1: So don't be afraid to be humbled. It happens. <laughs> means there's something else coming. It- <laughs> <laughs> I completely agree with that. Completely. And to reference that, I wanted to talk about some things I read in uh, your book, one of your books. She is the author of a book called The Diary of a Broken Woman. And if you're a woman and you're listening to this, you can relate, period. Every woman has experienced something that has made them feel lesser than who they really are. And uh, you had some amazing, amazing quotes in here. But I wanted to ask you about some of them. And this is exactly what we just talked about. You said... I will extend this knowledge to you. Know that life is broken down into chapters. You take a little from each one, and then you move on with that wisdom to the next chapter. Never stay too long on one thing. No matter how good it feels, constantly be looking to level up. Never end the quest for self-improvement, life improvement, or even business improvement. And I was like, that is the message I've used to get through life. Yes. 'Cause every time you're going through something tough, if you would just look at it as if it were a sixty page book. Yes. And go, you know what? This might be the middle of the book. Yes. This might be the peak. This might be page three hundred and ten, chapter thirteen, where someone goes, Oh my God, this person's never gonna make it. Yes.
2: But it's not the end it's not the end and we 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 want the happily ever after so quick we want the fairy tale ending so quick not realizing there's 30 more chapters you got to go through before you get this happily ever after you know you got to be patient and you got to learn something from each chapter you know because if 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 i didn't go through what i went through 12 chapters ago i wouldn't be the woman who i am today just Mm. just being honest with you I would, I, I don't know where I would be. I, I might have had a rich husband somewhere in Malibu or something. Or I don't know where I would be, but I, I definitely would not be the the empowered, secure, and confident woman that I am today if I didn't have those 12 chapters. Then, then I didn't understand the meaning, but now I do. And that's, that's the process of life. Sometimes you don't realize it then, but later you'll understand. And that, that, that goes back, you know, to even a biblical reference. You know, you don't understand what's going on right now, but later on you will. So just hold tight. Your story is not done yet. It's still being written. It's still being written. And you, you have to
1: be actively allowing it to be written. Yes. There's another part in your book where you talk about a, a big breakdown in 2013 for you Mm -hmm. um, where life was really tough and then you said this blew my mind you said that the trials and tribulations haunted you for years and then once things started to take a turn the doubters became believers and God prepared a table for me to eat while those who hurt me watched my blessings truly overflowed. And this only grabbed me so tightly because I know exactly what this feels like when you've got a lot of craziness going on in your life. And then all of a sudden stuff starts to work. Yes. And then it just keeps working yes. to a point where you're like, I know God has his hand in this Right. because it just keeps coming. It keeps getting better and better and, it's not like opportunities are falling in your lap, but you're like, "Is this everything I prayed for and Frank. more?" Right. Ta- tell me about that experience. Tell me what your thoughts were when everything started to fall into place.
2: Where am I going to go? You know um, that 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 chapter to me is one of the most quoted chapters that people reach out to me on and say that that chapter changed my life or that chapter changed my outlook on life. Um. And I'm just blessed enough that God chose me to be His vessel to even write that for for people. Um, but around that time, you know, um, my mom had passed. I had quit my job. I, I everything everything that life had given me had just broke me down. That that was the year of okay. Maybe everybody was right. Maybe maybe I'm I'm meant to be nothing. Maybe you know I'm nothing more than a teen parent who dropped out of school. You know, maybe maybe this is life. You know. Um, but I decided, you know, like I said, to want more for myself and refused for that to be the ending of my story, refused for that to be written over my destiny. And I broke out of it. And, and me writing that, you know, the, the doubters became believers because there were so many people who had silent whispers Oh, I was a teen parent. Oh, I was a girl that dropped out. Oh, she's never going to be nothing. She's not going to do nothing with herself. You know, family, friends, people, people that did not think that I was going to be who I am today their opinions were trashed i i literally broke down every barrier that they had set up for me um and and i refused to be bottled into their statistic and they got a front row seat of what success looks like they got a front row seat of what determined and ambition looks like they got a front row seat of how i refuse to settle for less And that's something to me that I hold on to, you know, when people say I can't do something, I don't argue with people. I don't let their opinions get to me anything. I am such in a um, peaceful state, a high vibrational state, if you want to call it that, to the point I I say in the back of my head, just you wait, just you wait, you know, and and it it always happens for me to where I, I get to show them silently without saying a word, I get to show them what i'm made of and i'm, I'm a determined woman and, and i'm an ambitious woman and i am a strong woman so they get to see this front row they, they get to have a front row seat to all this success and in, in every everything that they doubted me on now you gotta believe it did you ever
1: see these days coming as a teen mom
2: oh no <laughs> um no definitely not um if you would have told me 10 years ago maybe even five um years ago but definitely not as a teen mother that this was going to be it um for me that i was going to be you know a motivational speaker or an author or whatever they want to call me because you know people ask my title they asked me my title i said just say whatever you want to say say whatever comes to mind you know I, I i don't i don't put myself in a title because i'm aisha and i'm a lot of different things and you can't box me into one title because i'm so many um and and you know when when I was a, a, a teen, uh, had my daughter, I was 16, and when I look back on that, it's just like I had so many hopes and dreams, but they were put on hold for her. But we don't have to put our our dreams and our hopes on hold for our children. They can be manifested with them. And I've seen so many of my dreams. Um, come to reality with my children stuff that I had never dreamed of 10 years ago stuff that I might have an idea about six months ago and then boom all of a sudden it's 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 happening for me you don't have to put a hold on your dreams for your children or because somebody passed away or you had a bad breakup or whatever the case may be let your dreams manifest and grow with you and that's something that I did so no I didn't see myself this way when I was 16 but my dreams changed my purpose changed you know my reality changed for me and that's okay to develop new dreams and and have new dreams you know weekly monthly yearly whatever you want to do have have a self assessment to see what is it that you really want out of life and from yourself and that's something that i do all the time my kids joke around with me and say that I, I have these blackout days where you know I just I don't pay anything attention. Well, you know I gotta pay me some attention too. You know, I I love them unconditionally and I would give my life for them. However, I have to set myself up for success in order for the household to run successfully as well. So um, yeah, what I what I am today is is a product of pure destiny, and we all have ours. It's up to us to tap into it. I do believe we were given gifts at birth to change the world, to cause impact on the world. Each of us has been given with a a gift. It's up to us to tap into that power source that we have inside of us. And sometimes it takes years to do. Sometimes people that are 50 and 60 are just now tapping into that power within them. Sometimes people never do, but dreams change. Dreams change and and it's up to you to figure out what your destiny is and along the way, manifest it for yourself.
1: You talked about self-assessment having those blackout days and doing a self-assessment for people that are listening that don't know quite know they might know they're destined for a lot but don't know quite where they're going or what they want to do or what their impact could be or the path isn't clear I've heard that a lot from a lot of my listeners is I want to do something big but the path isn't clear I don't know where I'm going you talk in your book about journaling Mm -hmm. what regarding self-assessment yes what would you say for some of those people that they could do?
2: I um, I just made a post not too long ago on social media um, about kind of a breakup that I was going through. And, and in it, I had to do a self-assessment of my own, a redo a self-assessment, you know, sporadically. Like, okay, hey, what am I doing? Like, what am I doing? And I had to shut everything down, you know. Um, I encourage people, you know, vacation, go somewhere by yourself. Even if it's nothing but the next town over, if you can't afford that, fine. You take yourself a book, um, a journal, a pencil, pen, and and something to write with, and you go to a park, and you sit um, in the elements, or you go by the beach, and you spend the day there by your absolute self, and you figure out what you want to do. You you write down all your thoughts. I'm big about writing down your thoughts and going back to read them, because so oftentimes the answers to what we're looking for is in our own thoughts if we're just still enough to pay our thoughts attention sometimes we, we get so busy and lost in in the, the 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 chaos of the world that we don't hear our own selves out clearly and you got to be able to hear your own self you know and those are what I call my blackout days I can blackout everything yeah I might you know um, still be around the kids but I'm ordering takeout on those days or I'm not watching TV or I'm not on social media I'm shutting everything down to pay me me time um, And and people will say that about, you know, their path. Oh, so much is happening, you know, on my journey. You know, not all storms are meant to disturb your path. Some storms are meant to clear your path. So during all that mess, you have to find your purpose or you have to find yourself during all that mess. Sometimes God is trying to get your attention or life or the universe or whatever you want to call It's trying to get your attention and say, hey, boom, pause, do something different. You know, um, and it's it's all about self-love. It goes back to self-love. You know, like I said, shutting down during those times. If you can't get away on a vacation, go somewhere by yourself. Break away from the kids. Find a babysitter. Whatever you need to do. If you still can't find a babysitter, make put them to bed early. Put them to bed early and have just straight you time with you for, for eight, nine hours to where you're just journaling and thinking. No social media, no friends, no phone calls, no no TV, electronics, whatever. Whatever. Find you somewhere where you can just blink out. Blink out and rediscover yourself. Um, But I highly encourage you to do that in the elements, by the beach, in a park, in a wooded area, anywhere that is outside in nature. Um, Because it puts you back in tune with yourself. It it, Mm. it helps you get uh, away from the day-to-day life. It puts you back in tune with what we come from, which is nature.
1: So many things you just said. (laughs) And I hope people listening, either someone saying yes, or someone is having a difficult time understanding this. But once you do understand it, it is insane. It is. How important mm-hmm. it is to be alone in your thoughts. Yes. It, it's like they say, the best or the worst relationship you'll ever have is a relationship with your thoughts. Absolutely. And if you don't understand what you're thinking and you can't hear that stuff clearly, that means it's time for a brain dump. Absolutely. It's time, like brain dump write all the stuff down that you're thinking on paper get it out read it try to understand it decipher it that I was like, I just went to Boston um, three weeks ago for mm-hmm. a work trip. And everybody was like, well, who are you going with? I'm like, me. <laughs> I was so excited to get away for three days <laughs> and just stay in a hotel by myself yes. and go to the conference and walk and get coffee and yes. eat dinner by myself. Because once you experience that and you understand the power it has, you will be excited yes. to get away absolutely and just be like, oh, I get to write and listen to my thoughts. Because some people may think, well, I think too much. I overthink everything. Why would I want to be alone in my thoughts? But right. you need to you because need to. you don't understand the distractions of your children or your man mm-hmm. or your lady and what they have on your thoughts and the inability to actually hear what your mind is telling yes, you.
2: Yes, absolutely agree with that. Absolutely agree with
1: that. Take some time to yourself. I'm telling you, that was the most powerful thing. I, I've been trying to preach this to people. Just write and, and people go, well, what do I write? You'll know. Yeah. You'll know. Yeah. It'll you know. come. It'll come. Whew. Self-assess. Self-assess. <laughs> Speaking of self-assessment, uh, I adopted this a couple years ago from a book that I read, and it's just been important personally for me, and I wanted to ask this of you. Each year going into the new year, instead of a ridiculous amount of goals, even though I'm crazy about goal setting, I identify one word that can be at the core of every decision I make. Kind of like a value. Mm-hmm and but it changes from year to year and that's important because I know I grow year to year Mm -hmm. very clear to me that this year that my word is fearless it everything if something scares me I need to run to it and not away from it because Mm -hmm. that's what I've done for most of my life is feared moving forward and now I'm running to it I know that next year if I get to where I want to be my word will be limitless Mm -hmm. because I want to do everything to the extent that I never thought that I could what would that one word be for you this year
2: This year, I definitely think my word was purpose. Um, I think that um, I've I've had it for some time now, but I think our purpose changes over time. And this year, I wanted to do more with the community, more with the younger crowd instead of the older women, and actually um, finding something of my own new that I can do for me. So it was not purpose in business or purpose in life, but it was purpose, impact purpose. Um, what am I going to do that's purposeful this year to cause an impact, to shake things up? Because my business is built and I feel like I'm, I'm very confident in the woman I am. I know what my self purpose is, but what is the purpose to cause an impact? And to me, that was my, my, my big thing this year. Um, a uh, uh, purposeful impact, should I say purposeful impact? So that's not really one word; it's two. Perfectly fine. Um, but yeah, that, that was that was my thing this year. And if I if I get if if I do that successfully this year, I think next year is going to be my year for self love. I I, mm. I I definitely um I'm definitely deserve a year off. <laughs> it's it's it's, it's uh, I've, I've had purpose in building a business, and I've had purpose in finding who I was. And this year is my purposefully impact year. So next year will be tis the season of self-love and and just really rediscovering who I am because we transition so much. um, We're not the same person who we were a month ago, a year ago or whatever. And I haven't had that time to just really fall back in love with me, although I do love me. And I um, I, uh, have an astronomical amount of self-love for me. Um, and I don't say that, um, arrogantly or anything, but you have to be able to real deal love the person that, that's looking back at you in the mirror. And that's where I am flaws and all, but I just don't want to love me. I want to fall in love with me. I want to be in this mad love with me. And, and I think we miss out a lot on that in life because we're so busy pouring our love into our, our spouses or our children that we're forgetting to pour that same amount of love into ourself. And. That's that's gonna be my, my word for next year. Two words again: self love. <laughs> Phrase word.
1: It's okay. It's perfectly fine. And that is so important because I think for most of us, self is last. Mm-hmm. Yes, like you said, after the spouse, after the kids, after work, mm-hmm. after my career, after my business. Oh, then I'll take care of myself. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know. And then some people identify self care as you know getting your nails done or um, buying something nice for yourself. Which is not at all. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, self care and falling in love with you. And I love that you said that because I was like, most people are going to think that that's a journey you're just getting started on. But the the journey to self love is a forever thing. It's, oh yeah. It's to the same mm-hmm. extent that you have to choose to grow every day. Yes. You have to continuously teach yourself to love yourself.
2: Yes. Whew.
1: So this this idea of helping youth, you do a teen summit,
2: right? I am a part of a Teen Summit. Um, I do it um, yearly. And it's something that I want to stop doing once a year. Maybe do it quarterly. Mm. Not quite sure yet. I mm-hmm. got to explore a few more options. But we do do a Teen Summit. And it's, it's absolutely amazing. Um, I think a lot of teens need that person to look up to. I didn't have that. Now, granted, I had a great mom. She was always at work, though. You know, and sometimes these teens need to hear that there's people that's been in their exact situation that made it out um, and catch them, catch them while, it, while while they're still young, catch them while they still have youth, because you can still cause an impact to change their life when they're 14, 15, 16. You know, they they need that to look up to to say, hey, she came from where I came from and she did something with herself. And to me, that's absolutely, you know magical for them to see that because it's a lot of teens like I said from these inner cities they, they don't have that um, that that person that role model their, their 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 role models are on TV or have a million followers on Instagram that's what they have to look up to they don't have the raw authentic person coming in there and saying hey I came from this neighborhood you did but this is the life that I created for myself, you know. I didn't, I didn't. you know, start a rap career or a football career. Not, not that there's anything wrong with that, but this is the option I chose to take, and I'm equally as successful as them. That's what they need to hear, that, you know, they're not just going to make it out based on those things. You can do and create whatever life you want, and, and that option is there from you, whether you come from the best side of town or from the housing projects such as I did. And that is what people need. That is how you change the world. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Relatability, giving someone that they can feel empowered by. I love it. That's amazing. What inspires you as an adult right now? What keeps you inspired? Uh,
2: that's a tough one. <laughs> that's a tough one. When I say this, I know people kind of look at me crazy. They—it's it, either It's either a, a good reaction or a bad reaction. I don't get inspired easily. Um, I, I have been through some pretty rough things in life and I have managed to stay afloat. So I don't have moments of inspiration where I'm like, wow. When I do, it's something that's really wow. And, 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 um, I, I know, I know that sounds kind of crazy, but I think my biggest inspiration is wanting to become a better woman of myself. So constantly, you know, needing to become a greater woman and a better woman, that is my biggest inspiration for me is myself. And again, not arrogantly, not not cocky, but that is my biggest inspiration to me. I don't look at a lot of other people, things or anything and say, hey, I aspire to be that. I, I aspire to be the best woman that I can be and I know I'm not her yet. So until I am her, my inspiration comes from me being that woman that I want to be.
1: Aspiring to be the better version of yourself. Of myself. Is a far better focus than comparing yourself and yes. aspiring to be better than others. Yes. That is the real deal. That's self growth.
2: Absolutely. Is
1: looking at yourself every day and saying, Okay, I did this great. This was this was my favorite. This was something I like to do, but how can I do it better? How can I give more? How can I provide more value to others? Absolutely. That is that's that's inspiration. So to people who may be in their stranded phase right now, people that might be confused, uncertain, or even ready to throw in the towel, maybe the start of their business, maybe closing out their business, just uncertain, what would your advice
2: be to those people? One good piece. I know it sounds kind of um, social media-y, but I I, I absolutely love the phrase. It, It was there before social media that the rainbow comes after the rain. And that's something that I hold on to even with my own children, with myself, it's always in the back of my mind that uh, after all those hard times, joy does always come. So hold on. You know, oftentimes we're right there at the peak of something great happening, but we get too tired or too frustrated or too upset that we just say, forget it all and throw in the towel when your, your breaking point was right there. Um... Only the strong survive. So if you want it bad enough, you're not going to throw in the towel. There is no expiration date on a dream or Mm. no time frame on when you got to get something done or anything. You keep working toward whatever you want to work toward. And if you work hard enough and if you persist through it, the power of persistence is real. Um, you hold tight it's going to happen for you it's gonna it's gonna happen for you I, I absolutely guarantee you this this is not no oh I'm ninety nine point nine percent sure no listen it's going to happen hold tight um, and if it does not by some chance happen the way you think it should it will happen in a different way sometimes we sit up there and we knock on these closed doors not realizing there's one around the corner that's open for you you know in and, in and, and, um, and that way we gotta stay woke <laughs> so that fact that, you know, it's it's something that's out there that has been manifested, perhaps even greater than your original vision. Have belief in that, you know, have belief in that hope and, and stay steadfast to your dream or whatever it is that you're working towards because it's going to happen. And this is coming from
1: someone who has been through a lot saying that you can find joy on the other side and to just keep going. So for sharing that, and for sharing yourself and for everything that you gave us today. Thank you.
2: You're welcome.
1: And tell my audience where they can stalk you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, it's, it's better to stalk me on Instagram. It's always underscore Aisha. Aisha is spelled A-I-C-H-A. You can stalk me there. We do also have a company website. It's um, the womannetwork.org. Um, You can find the blog there. You can find um, other little snippets of of different stuff there. Um, If you are in the Central Florida area, we have plenty of events that you can come out to to be inspired, to be empowered. Um, And, yeah, so definitely check us out and see what we have cooking up. We always have something cooking up each month. So check us out either via my page or if you're on um, Instagram, we also have a Woman Up Network page, just at Woman Up Network. Um, But, yeah, definitely check out, you know, some of our stuff and see what we got going on. and We'll be glad to have you. Aisha, thank you. Thank you.
0: Thanks again for joining us on another episode of The Stranded Podcast. If you felt inspired or moved today, make sure to leave a review on iTunes. You can learn more about us and our guests at thestrandedphase.com. And don't forget that your stranded phase is a rite of passage on your journey to greatness.